You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown, Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field. And bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Raider Nation, it is Thursday as we head closer, inch, oh so closer, to another football weekend. Will it be the football weekend that sees the Raiders finally get in the win column. We hope so for all of you. Scott Colbranson, Mo Moten back with you here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. We appreciate you listening to us. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, yo, yo, hello, good to see you. And uh, we're glad to be back talking Raider football. Mo, here we go. We get to look forward a little more today. We're really excited. Number one, we're going to get some of the drama out of the way in the first segment. Second segment, we have a special guest, Raiders cornerback Amik Robertson will join us. I'm looking forward to that conversation. And then we'll look ahead to the game. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be talking about some of this other stuff we have to address just because it's out there, but it's going to be fun talking to Amik. Yeah, because he could have a pretty big role on Sunday. Uh, Rocky Asin dealing with a knee strain, I believe. And as a lot of people know, Nate Hobbs dealing with concussion. So, We'll see if those guys play. If not, Amik will probably be on the field, as I said, in a huge role against Denver Broncos. Yes, uh, Denver Broncos coming in. The Raiders are banged up in a lot of different places, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But, Mo, let's start with da-da-da-da, Car Wars. Uh, Yes, Uh, the Derek Carr um, drama is back in full 2017 through 20 drama mode. Uh, we saw Dan Orlovsky, you and I both tweeted it out about uh, about <sighs> Derek Carr uh, and not finding uh, Devontae Adams. Now, one man's opinion looking at the film. Then you heard others, too. Keyshawn Johnson. You heard other guys talk about 
the fact that those two weren't connecting. They connected in the first week, and people said you're connecting too much, so then they go away from it. People are looking and studying Derek Carr's performance, uh, which there's nothing wrong with. When you're a professional athlete, that's what you do. Now, again, as we've said on this show, the three-game losing streak is not all Derek Carr's fault. There's no question. But his performance has not been what people expected. This whole kind of narrative, this conversation, I, what I don't understand, Mo, it, it's like politics, right? So one side and the other, you can't win. So if you have any discussions about it, it's not fruitful because people will not give an inch on any of it. With this one, you have a former quarterback who's paid to analyze football, and I think does a pretty good job, analyze a portion of the game and say, look, he's purposefully, it was the word he used, not looking at Devontae Adams. What do you make of all of this? And is this just the beginning unless the Raiders can start to get on a win streak? Before I start this diatribe, I'm going to take a deep breath. <laughs> okay. Now, there's a reason why I didn't participate in the discourse about Derek Carr and Dan Olavsky and what he saw on film yesterday. I believe I tweeted, um, I'm going out for a walk. I said this on, what was it, Tuesday. I said, mm -hmm. I'm going out for a walk in the park. I'm not getting involved in this. Have fun, Raider Nation Twitter. <laughs> and the reason I did that was because I, you were going to hear basically the same arguments we've been hearing for and against Derek Carr for the past few years. Oh, he's not going through his reads. Uh, he's not doing this. He's not doing that. He, he he has to be replaced. They need to trade him. They need to cut him. They need to bench him. They need to do this. They need to do that. And then the other side would attack the messenger, who in this case is Dan Orlovsky. So I saw a lot of people saying, well, Dan Orlovsky was a bum when he was a player. And to me, that's that's irrelevant because it right is. now his job is to analyze football. And what you're doing is you're attacking the messenger. And he's just telling you what he saw. He's telling you his thoughts. It has nothing to do with his career as a football player because there are plenty of average to below average football players who went on to be great coaches and it had no again no correlation there between your your ability as a football player active and your ability to analyze the game so i just want to say that first what i what i pushed back a little bit on what dan Olowski did was he tried to tell you what is in Derek carr's mind mm -hmm. and as a football writer myself as an analyst myself i try not to do that so i tried to criticize what a football player may be thinking in a specific moment, because remember the wording that Dan Orlovsky used. He said he's purposely ignoring Devonta Adams. If you're not in the huddle, if you're not in the locker room, if you're not Derek Carr, that's very hard to prove that he's purposely ignoring him. Now, we'll go to Wednesday. Josh McDaniels was asked about this. I believe it was Vinny Bonsignor who asked from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. He asked him about the question about the Dan Orlovsky comment and analysis. And Josh McDaniels basically explained it as this. It's, players have, or should I say, quarterbacks have to go through reads. A lot of people know this. Sometimes he said De Devontae Adams is hardly ever the third, fourth, or fifth read. He's usually the first or second read. Right. So based on the coverage, you throw to a you may throw to a specific player, a specific read. It's the first or second read on this side of the field, but first or second read on the, on the other side of the field. Or you go through progression reads, where you just kind of scan the field, look for the open spot, dump the ball, not dump the ball, but throw the ball to the open guy. So it, it's hard to prove that Derek Carr is purposely ignoring Devontae Adams because you don't know what the call is and you don't know what the play call is. We don't some people don't know what the coverage is. Right. So you cannot you cannot criticize Derek Carr if you don't have that inner knowledge, is what I'm trying to say. But what I will say is this the connection between Derek Carr and Devontae Adams has to be better. I tweeted this on, on Tuesday. Devontae Adams, 34 targets, 17 catches. That's not the 50-50 ball player. We're not 
we don't want to hear. We we don't want to see that 50-50 ball type step of a receiver. It it has to be better, and it has to be better Sunday. It has to be real quick. And it's between the both of them. I wouldn't put it on just Derek Carr because Josh, really quick, Josh McDaniels did say that Devontae Adams is used to seeing certain coverages against him when he played in Green Bay because obviously he was the number one option there. But he's not used to seeing it along with Derek Carr because they haven't played together since the college right. days. So they're not seeing the same things they saw in Fresno State. So they have to get used to those coverages together. I, I think that last point is a really valid one too, Mo, because everybody, well, these guys were best, they're best friends and they played in college. Yeah, that was a while ago. And they've both matured mm-hmm. and become different athletes uh, and grown as athletes. So, so you can't count on what happened 10 years ago to to be the same that you just pick it up like nothing ever happened so so a great point there and and i agree with you on orlovsky i thought he brought up good points and to your to your point if he had just stopped it hey look i don't know what's going on in Derek carr's head but for some reason he's not seeing Devontae adams and he's not trying to see him in certain aspects so he needs to do that totally fine and that's how i Mm -hmm. sort of took it even though he went that direction i don't know Mm -hmm. why he went that direction of thinking he knows what's going on in the guy's head but, but that's the one fair criticism, criticism I found. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I didn't look at it as some big, heavy criticism of Derek Carr. I really didn't look at it. I know fans, especially those who love Derek Carr, no matter what happens, uh, could see it that way. So so I understood, and that's why you said you were going for a walk, because you knew where it was going to go. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, I see other you know, people need to look around and understand what's happening. To say that Devontae Adams isn't getting the ball because he's double teamed, not true. He was triple teamed in Green Bay. <laughs> And, and Aaron Rodgers got him 50-50 balls that he could catch. So, so, so don't feel like you defend the player you like by offering excuses. The bottom line, I think, of all of this, and we said this on the show, on the mailbag show yesterday and on Tuesday's show, and, of course, on Sunday's postgame show, we talked about it too. Derek Carr just is not comfortable. He's not playing his best. There's no question he's not playing his best. And so, so that doesn't mean he's playing terrible He's just not playing his best. He's not finding all of those great weapons he has. And I think if you look at it from that perspective and don't take a criticism of Derek Carr as somebody calling your mother a nasty name, then you're open up to it and say, yeah, you know what? I love Derek Carr. I think he's the best quarterback we can get. But yeah, he needs to do better. I mean, everybody on this Raiders team will tell you they will do better. When we talk to Meek Robertson, He'll tell us, I'm sure, his defense and, he, and himself have to do better. So there's nothing wrong with that exploration. Other people are also talking about Derek Carr and his slow start. So I think people just need to keep that in perspective and not take everything as a personal slight against their fandom and their team. You're in the arena. You get criticized. It's part of being a professional athlete. Here's my, and I thought about this before I got on with you, Scott. Here's my one issue with the way Derek Carr plays quarterback. And I understand he does this because this is how it goes. Like, this is the chain of command. But every time you hear Derek Carr, and he's had multiple OCs and head coaches, what do you hear him say all the time? He says, I try to do it just the way 
the coach wants me to do it. Mm -hmm. And when I hear that, that's good. Good soldier, you're trying to execute the play as as is designed, as is drawn up, as is game plan, which is just, which is what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. But what I what I hope that he's able, also able to do is while he's on the field, he sees something and he's able to improvise and make his own decisions independent of what the game plan is. Right. So what that is is not just blowing off your OC or blowing off your head coach or blowing off the play call, but being in the moment and realizing, okay, the ball is supposed to go here, but there's a better play over here. Let me make this throw. And I would hope that the coaching staff has the trust in a in the ninth year quarterback to make those split decisions in those moments because he's the one on the field. He's the one that has to deal with the pass. He has rush. to make those choices. He's the, he's the one that has to make the choices. He's the yeah. one that has to read the coverages. So he's the one that's got to make the decisions ultimately, knowing what the play call is. But I would hope that along with trying to execute the game plan, he has the freedom and he does make his own decisions independent of the play call when the play is there. Yeah. And listen, he's never going to be Rich Gannon yelling at the head coach. I get it, right? But you do need to see him assert himself. He did it last year several, many times. I mean, most of the year. So we just need to see that back. And I hope I see that against Denver. And look, again, everybody on that roster deserves some criticism. They're 0-3, folks. Nobody is immune. Nobody is full of excuses that excuse why they haven't played well. You, I don't. From the quarterback to the coach, from the defensive end to the cornerback, it doesn't matter. Everyone as a team has to play better. Because you choose to take a look at the quarterback doesn't mean you're blaming 0-3 on Derek Carr. People mm-hmm. need to stop with the sensitivities and, and just realize that nobody is playing their best right now, okay? Maybe Sands, Josh Jacobs, when he gets a chance to run the ball. So, so I, I think that you just have to look at it that way. And if you do, it's not some personal umbrage against you. It's just the way it is. I've been more critical of Derek Carr the last three weeks, and I think I've been in a long, long time because he just hasn't played well. He doesn't look comfortable. That does not mean he can't pick up and get better and that they might get better against Denver. Uh, it just means that we're observing it. If you're a fan and all you see is positive unicorns and all that stuff, Great. That's a great life to live. But when other people see it from a different perspective, uh, and I'm not talking about the people who constantly just say negative, 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 negative. I mean, people who are realistic. Uh, you can't get mad at that. And, and just like those people who are positive can't be uh, attacked because they're positive. I mean, it's just this whole argument is so old. I thought we were past it. And of course, it had to come back. I knew once the video hit that it was going to turn into a you you know what show. And <laughs> at that point, there's usually there are very few rational debates going on on Twitter. If you want to have a rational discussion about Derek Carr's play, you're going to have to talk to a person in their DMs one on one, because once it hits the Twitter timeline, you're going to get a bunch of idiots chiming in who either hate or love Derek Carr yep. to 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 some irrational extent where you just cannot have a real conversation with them. And that's why I usually converse with people that I that I know are level-headed people and I can have a conversation with and then I say, "Oh, you're you just, oh, right. you criticize him, you're a Derek Carr hater or oh, you praise him here, then you're 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 a Kardashian." You know, it's it's ridiculous. And like I say, <laughs> I have a two I have a two Derek Carr or I call it Star Wars limit. I only engage in two Derek Carr discussions per week, unless of course it's on the show with you or someone in my real life asks me about Derek Carr, I'll answer them. But as far as Twitter is concerned, yeah. two Derek Carr discussions per week, and that's my limit. Would it change if Derek Carr ate cheesecake? 
I'll make it three if he does. <laughs> because <laughs> then right, I would well, have to publicly shame him if he did. Well, I think we've had our share of talking about Derek Carr and the Orlovsky and the criticisms. Uh, so we're going to take our first break, Mo. And then when we come back, we're going to be joined by our special guest, cornerback Amik Robertson, third-year cornerback out of Louisiana Tech. We're going to talk to him about his progress. We're going to talk to him about the defense. And we'll ask him, too, about how he's feeling at 0-3 to start off. Uh, but really deep dive on here's a guy – who's played for three defensive coordinators in three years, right, and and had to really fight to keep his job this year and did it and keeps, in my view, getting better each week. So we'll talk to him about that when we come back. You're listening to Silver and Black today, Mo Moten, Scott Branson, and coming up next, Raiders cornerback Amik Robertson. Don't go anywhere. 